0: I wasted years of my life waiting for the right idea mm-hmm. and that's why this is this is one of my worst failures i mean really really sincerely uh, i've wasted hours weeks days of my life just caught on a treadmill of my own thoughts and what if this what if that what about this product what about this service what about this brand new invention what if i and i never did anything
1: there are
0: no rules. no rules. No rules. You're listening to Degree Free on the Degree Free Network, where we talk about how to teach yourself, get work, and make money. No degree needed. Here are your hosts, Ryan and Hannah Maruyama. Aloha, folks, and welcome back to Degree Free. We are your hosts, Ryan and Hannah Maruyama. On this podcast, we share fundamentals we've discovered and the mistakes we've made, Well, self-educating, getting work, building businesses and making money. We'll tell you how to make it happen. No degree needed.
1: Welcome back. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. We are happy to have you with us as always. And if you want more degree free, which why would you not? you're going to want to run, not walk over to degreefree.co forward slash newsletter to sign up for the newsletter that Ryan and I send out once a week that has degree-free jobs, degree-free news, resources, and just stuff that we find that we think is cool that we think you will think is cool too. So you're going to want to go grab that now.
0: Awesome. Right on. And uh, before we get started, links to everything are going to be in our show notes, degreefree.co slash podcast. You can get all the links to everything that we talk about there. And uh, let's get into today's episode. Today, we are doing the second episode in our little mini series, Worst Failures. And
1: Ryan doesn't like this series.
0: I despise
1: <laughs> this series. But it was his idea.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it was my idea, but I really don't like this series. But I figured because I don't like it, probably good. Yeah. We should probably talk about it. Yes. So that hopefully other people
1: aren't as dumb as we are.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Which is, I mean, I'm pretty dumb. So I set a pretty high bar on that one. So I'm not high bar High bar. to be exceedingly more dumb than I am. Sure, Sure. So I, high speed, low drag. I'm not, I'm not super worried about that, but if you haven't listened to the first one, you can go back and listen to that. I talked about my worst interview ever. I'll link it in the show notes for everybody. It's
1: painful folks.
0: Uh, It was painful for me for a long time. It was also painful to talk about, um, but I won't belabor that here. But today we are going to be talking about worst failures number two, and that's going to be waiting for the right idea.
1: Mm, This is a good one.
0: This is something that.
1: This is an all American pastime. And
0: I I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I don't know about that. I just know for myself and from us talking, I guess you too. But this episode was actually written by me. Mm -hmm. Like this is my worst failure. I mean, one of is waiting for the right idea. And I don't know if other people are going through it. Uh, I assume so. I don't know if other people have heard it. I'm guessing so, but this is all from my personal experience. And so just getting into it. I mean, this is something that I heard from my parents all the time and I'm from what we've talked about prior to recording this episode is that you heard it from your parents too.
1: Yeah. I think, and and there's a reason I say that, you know, it's an all American pastime, like people think it's baseball. I think it's sitting around talking about ideas to make money that people never utilize at all. Um, And I don't think that this was, um, I had, you know, good friends growing up and I feel like this was universal. I feel like this is something that Americans do, They, they go, oh man. They try to think up things and they just say, oh, you know, that's a great idea. If we did that, we'd be millionaires. Like I think everybody's heard that. I think most people have, to be honest, like everybody thinks that they have a million dollar idea and that the only thing standing between them and a million dollars is having the idea, right? Because thinking of it is almost the action, but it's not.
0: Yeah. So in that vein, I would always hear my parents saying like, all we need is the right idea. Then we'll make it then we'll make millions of dollars. Like it was almost as if all we were missing was the idea. And I mean, there's a couple of things here, which is are is hilarious to me now, but, and we'll, we'll get into it, but like during dinners, we would do this exercise and like, "Give, give us an idea, give us an idea, give us an idea. Did we ever execute on any one of these ideas? No. No. Never. I never Or
1: you'd be a millionaire.
0: Right, exactly. I mean su- supposedly.
1: Right, supposedly. Well,
0: or actually, we just didn't have the right idea.
1: Oh. There we go. Yeah,
0: we just didn't have the right idea. If yes. we had ra- had the right idea,
1: the right idea on merit alone, we'll make you a million dollars.
0: Yeah. And so, we just thought that if we had this brilliant idea, it would just strike us like lightning. Like from the heavens, boom, down to the kitchen table and I would just be like, guys, I got it. And
1: And then the entire cast of all the judges of Shark Tank will show up at your doorstep ready to give you money. Right. And it was as if, if you
0: had the perfect idea, you would just get that path laid out in front of you. It would just-
1: Materialize.
0: Materialize. And all you had to do was walk this path Mm -hmm. and you're going to make it. Yep. And for those people that have never heard this before, you might be thinking, God, you guys are idiots. And. You'd be right. Yeah. Right.
1: (laughs) Exactly. That would be accurate. (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. You're definitely right.
1: These pie in the sky. (laughs) Ding-dongs.
0: Yeah. And I know that now, Mm -hmm. I know that now, but I mean, it took me years and I wasted years of my life waiting for the right idea. Mm -hmm. And that's why this is, this is one of my worst failures. I mean, really, really sincerely. I've. Wasted hours, weeks, days of my life, just caught on a treadmill of my own thoughts. And what if this, what if that, what about this product? What about this service? What about this brand new invention? What if I, and I never did anything. Mm. So with ideas, I mean, you've heard the cliche, ideas are a dime a dozen, Mm -hmm. they easy come easy go.
1: Yeah. I was about to say that they, you you can have a million of them a day and it's, it it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter at all.
0: That's not to say that ideas don't have their place. All action is predicated on an idea. And so they absolutely have their place, but in the grand scheme of things, it's a very, very tiny part of what's about to play out. Mm-hmm. And I guess, this is a good point to say, this isn't necessarily just talking about entrepreneurship while starting a business is definitely relevant here. This can go for, you know, having an idea at your work of how to streamline your work or how to mm-hmm. get that next promotion, how to get your boss to rec- finally recognize you and your hard, and your hard work it can, you can do this as an employee and you can also do this as an entrepreneur. It doesn't matter.
1: Mm -hmm. And it can be about, it can be about other things too in your life. You know, it could be about if if you weren't writing a book for money, but you wanted to write a book, right? And you, you have this idea for a book that you want to write and you just never do, or you have an idea for a project at home that you want to start and you just never do, right? Great ideas are easy to come by. And one
0: of the things it's kind of silly when you illustrate the picture, but a lot of people get I'll speak for myself. I got caught up in this where I'm just thinking about things to do, but I'll never act on it. So how would you even know how to execute on your idea if you've never tried anything? Mm. If you've never tried anything. And so I like to think of a jigsaw puzzle. I mean, we've all done one, I think. And jigsaw puzzles take a lot of trial and error.
1: Yeah. You got to try the pieces.
0: But just waiting for the right idea is basically... The equivalent of looking at the jigsaw puzzle and then just trying to like solve it in your mind. Okay. We're just going to take this 500 piecer, dump it out on this table right here. And we're just going to stare at We're just going to stare at the pieces.
1: And it's just going to happen.
0: And it's just going to happen. Right. I'm just going to, I'm going to be like, yep, all those pieces go together. Or and then, I have
1: to know where every piece goes before it even, before I even try to put two pieces together. Exactly. Like before you even start looking for a corner. Right.
0: But, and that's a good, that's a good point. Cause that's where I wanted to go next. Was that, okay, well, your next action is predicated on an idea. And that idea continuing on the jigsaw puzzle example would be like, okay, well, how about we put these pieces, like edges go over here, corners over here, like, let's start with the corners. And then the colors go over here. Like, those are all ideas. Okay. Perfect. But, you then have to execute on your idea. Mm-hmm. Okay, colors here, edges here, corners, just them up already.
1: And at some point you're gonna put two pieces together and they're gonna get stuck and fold and you go, oh, these two don't fit. And you're just gonna have to keep trying things until they do.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And the basics of it is, is you don't know if you don't try it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I kind of wanted to talk about when I was younger, when I was a much younger man, boy, <laughs> I was a boy at this time.
1: When you were a much younger man, boy.
0: (laughs) I was a man. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I had this saying, and it was in my late teens, early twenties, and it was, you don't know if you don't go. And that was mostly in regards to I would use that saying mostly when I would be doing something really dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Like if I if I had held that philosophy with everything and being consistent, then I probably would be in a much done different. Some, some
1: great things right, earlier in earlier. life. Earlier.
0: I probably would have, yes. yeah, exactly. Like I probably wouldn't have sat around for days and hours thinking of the right idea.
1: Instead of trying.
0: Right. But in this one small portion of my life, I did try a bunch of things, right? And I adopted this saying like, you don't know if you don't go. And so it was mostly about like cliff jumping or, like bodyboarding or doing something incredibly stupid. Yeah. Like
1: you don't know that you won't break your back if you don't try to break your back, you know?
0: Right. Exactly. And so we, so one of uh, there's a video, I, I don't even know who has it, one of, one of my friends probably has it, but it was like gen one or something of the GoPro or gen two. Nice. And um,
1: we're showing our age a little bit here.
0: We're, we're at this place. It's called spitting caves. It's on Oahu. In in Hawaii, I'll put some links to everything in the show notes. If you guys want to see like how high this thing is, it's pretty freaking high.
1: Yeah, it's it's far up there. I would uh, never jump off that.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't. I would never jump off it again. Mm. But I was young. Just young. I and mean, you didn't know. Uh, yeah, I didn't know because I didn't go. Yes. <laughs> right, like I didn't know. I never went before. Yeah. I stood, so we just so we went there one day. So
1: how 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 high is it? How deep is it? You have no idea. No idea. <laughs> Where are the signs? I, I mean, don't know.
0: <laughs> I knew how deep it was because I knew that people jumped off it prior. Mm. And I knew that, you know, I mean, I'm not, I grew up around the water. And mm. so while I'm not a, while I'm not a great waterman, like I know my way around, especially in Hawaii, mm. like, especially in Hawaii. Yeah. And so it was a nice calm day. I'll just paint a board picture for you people since I'm going, I didn't mean to go off on this tangent, but there is, there's a cave in Hawaii where it's in out in Hawaii, Kai. Like I said, I'll put some links in the show notes for everybody. And on calm days, it's pretty safe to jump off of this thing. The on rough days, it's not safe because the waves start coming in,
1: and you cannot swim in the br- in the break.
0: Yeah, well, the waves start coming in, and then it goes into the cave, and then it just starts. It go- hits the back, and then it spits out. Mm-hmm. Hence all rocks. Hence spitting caves. Yeah. Right and. So if you, if you jump on a big day, you the chances of you getting caught up in the swell and getting pulled into the cave and then just getting tossed around and dying are pretty high. Mm-hmm. And so we went on a, we knew that. So we went on a pretty calm day. It's still, there was still maybe like a little choppy. Yeah. It's choppy. Yeah. It wasn't even maybe like a foot swell.
1: Like, oh, okay. Not bad.
0: Yeah. But it's choppy. Mm-hmm. Um, And anyway, long story short, we get there. I look over and, and you know, my motto at the time is you don't know if you don't go. I had this idea in my mind that I wanted to jump off this thing. And I was like, well, now's the chance. And long story short, I jumped. Mm-hmm. And I used to do that with a whole bunch of things. Like w- this one day at, um. Kaiko is one of this uh, surf spot in the summer of like 2015 or whatever it was. There's a big south shore swell, and I'm not a very good bodyboarder. And my friend, it's just me and my friend, or my friend and I. I don't know. Somebody correct me. And um, we're looking. We're sitting at the surf spot Kaiko's, and I'll put show notes. Uh, I'll put it in the show notes for everybody. And we're just looking at these massive waves. <laughs> And I have no business even looking at the, like just putting eyes on it. I have no business even looking at it, but here we are thinking about jumping out there. And he just looks back at me. I'm like sitting on the rocks, just like super scared, like a grown, I mean, I'm like eight, you know, 20 years old or whatever.
1: You should be scared of the ocean. If you're not, if you know that you shouldn't be in the ocean when it's a certain height. <laughs> and, and
0: I'm just like, I'm cowering. I'm like, I'm so afraid. and and he you know we had this idea like we should go this is like the biggest swell that we've had in like a decade we should go and i was just like and he looks back my friend looks back he's a really good bodyboarder he he could be in there all day it's no problem and uh he looks back at me before he jumps in and he's just like you don't know if you don't go right and he just jumps and i was like you're right i mean you're you're absolutely right long story short i ended up going out there catch one wave uh I do. Okay. Catch a second wave. Eat it. Oh man. I ate. <laughs> Holy moly. I, I went down so hard and I was just like, "Yep, I'm going in. Uh, I was like, I am going in. I, I went and now I know <laughs> can't do it.
1: So for people that don't for people that don't know, there's for people that don't know, in Hawaii, there the signs typically on the beach when it's when it's big like that, they usually say if you don't know, don't go. But we are telling you to do the opposite. <laughs> yes. But not about the ocean. <laughs> yes,
0: not about the ocean.
1: We are not responsible. <laughs> no
0: know, n- know your physical limit. Yeah. Know your physical limits.
1: Do, do try ideas, don't drown.
0: Yeah, don't drown.
1: Bumper stickers. Yeah. Yeah. But
0: anyway, sorry, that was a really long tangent, but I think it, if I had taken that cavalier attitude and applied it to other places in my life at the time, I would be in a much different position. I'd be in a much different place in my life. And so I think that that's useful. It's something that I do now, like I, to this day, I mean, I don't jump off of, you know, 60 foot cliffs anymore, but, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't ever, um, but 40 feet. Forty feet, I would. Yes, um, but it's, it's too high, man. Sixty yeah. is too high.
1: Yeah, sixty is too high.
0: And um, but if I applied this in my life now, like, okay, well, I've never reached out to this person before. Mm-hmm. I never talked to this person before. You, you don't know if you don't go. Okay, here we go. Hey, how are you? Try. Yeah, exactly. Try. Right, and so that kind of leads us into the next point, which is like just. Execution is the thing that matters.
1: Doing things. If you don't do something, you're not going to get a result. That's for sure. Exactly. Just if you don't do it, you're definitely not going to get a result.
0: Yeah. Trying, failing, retrying. Mm-hmm. Not to not to like talk about like, how you should be the man and stuff like that. I mean, I literally almost drowned <laughs> in that in, in that second story. I literally almost drowned. Yeah. And my my friend, like, he was having the time of his life. I mean, he was killing it. He was killing it. He was doing a great job. Yeah. And um and it was a it was a sight to see' it just i mean it's a big desire not to completely go back there again, but I'm just now you and I are just talking story, yeah, hopefully yeah. we're subjecting all these people to to <laughs> my story <laughs> but um the like it was picture perfect I yeah. mean there was nobody out uh, there was nobody out' it was all too of, big Because all of them had a tent, uh. right <laughs> all of them had sense, and <laughs> if, if there's t- anything that you know about t- like <laughs> if you like I don't know about other places, but in Hawaii on big days like that. The,
1: it does get thin because uh, people know.
0: No, it, it do, Yeah, it does get thin. But then also, the Coast Guard helicopter, the Coast Guard helicopters are out.
1: Yeah, and so like, which is a sign
0: they're patrolling. Yeah, right, because
1: for people who are literally in over their head.
0: Right, exactly. <laughs> which is funny, right? Because Coast Guard doesn't really do the stuff between three miles and stuff, but they're out. Yeah, and you know when you see the, when you see the bird in the sky, you're just like, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun day. Right, exactly. Um, but yeah, you know it was. Beautiful. There was nobody in the water, and you know we could get all all the waves. I mean, I only got two. I got like one and a half, and I, I got pounded, and I almost drowned. do you remember it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I was like, water in my freaking cranium for like a week after that. Yeah, it was I just worth got, it. I got tumbled. No, no, <laughs> I knew. I mean, I knew. I knew before I went in like I don't I forget how big it was. It was big, though. It was mm. big. Way too big for me. For
1: you to say that, it would probably
0: Way too big for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like this is crazy. Yeah. And
1: execution matters.
0: But yeah, with that, I tried and I failed. You know, I failed and now I know like probably not going to try that again. Okay. There's I can still go and maybe attack it from a diff- different angle. Maybe I'll go on a smaller day or whatever, I mean, to use a different analogy now, like if your approach this way with getting a job, didn't work. If you applied to a hundred jobs and you haven't gotten, you haven't heard anything back. If you'd applied to 200 jobs and you haven't heard anything back, well, change something. You've got to change something. And then try again. Right. Change your resume. Add more keywords. I don't know.
1: Different job description.
0: Dump your dump your resume. You know, maybe you got to start doing personal portfolio. Maybe you got to go around places and, and knock on doors and mm-hmm. try to get in front of people. Change change something up. It's the execution that would really matters.
1: Yeah. So and and this is where this is where the doing the doing and the execution of things really matters. If you want, let's say you want to be an EMT right? What have you done? What have you tried that has gotten you closer to that goal? Have you gone and tried to do a ride along? You know, have you asked, have you talked to people who are EMTs to see if it's something you'd be interested in doing, or if there's some way for you to volunteer or get involved? Like, have you gone to a local care home and maybe tried to see if they'll let you work there as an orderly something, something, but just trying to get close to the thing you're trying to do and just sort of starting to wade into the, we're back to the water analogy, but wading back into the water as it were to try to just do, you know, like you have this idea, you want to do this thing. What are, what steps are you taking to try to get close to it and how are you acting, right? What are you, what actions are you taking in order to get to this place where you can test this idea as opposed to just having it and doing nothing about it?
0: Yeah. Definitely. I think that's a good example because that's an idea in somebody's career. They'd be, like, oh, I want to do this, but well, do you know what they do or have you even tried to do that before or something like what you said, like volunteering in some sort of a uh, capacity of patient care, right? But you can think all you want. And then what happens a lot of times, and this is a little off subject, but what happens a lot of times with people that do this, where they start to think that I want to be an EMT, they think, and they plan out their whole career path
1: before they've tried, and then
0: they go and they go into school and then they get on a rig and they're just like, wow, this is not what I expected. Mm -hmm. Wow. Like this, there's a lot more, depending on where you are, you know, like there's a lot more homeless people than I, than I thought, Mm -hmm. wow. There's a lot more drug addicts than I thought, like, Mm -hmm. wow, I don't, I don't like to deal with you know, people dying. I don't like to pump chest.
1: A lot more death than I thought for some reason. Right.
0: Exactly. You know, like Whatever it is. Whatever it is. I don't like to go into messy people, into messy people's houses, into and order houses.
1: This is something too. like, this is, this is, this is very much, this is very much something that happens a lot with college graduates is they, they do, they don't, they don't try anything near what they're majoring in before they just dive headfirst into for what we know to be five and a half years of educational purchasing to try before they any get anywhere near you're trying that thing.
0: Because it's all an idea. Right. And as an idea, it's. It's a thought. It's brilliant.
1: And ideas. And I get this too, because like ideas are perfect, right? Ideas are perfect because they, there's no mistakes in them. There's no mistakes in ideas. So your, your ideas can stay pristine and your ideas can say, can stay safe and they can stay perfect. If you protect them from reality by not trying them at all. And so that's something too, that like, I'm definitely, for me personally, I'm an idea person. And I know that that's definitely something I've fallen prey to is not, is is, is definitely having a lot of ideas and then being overly protective of the ideas in that I'm not willing to try them because I don't want to see them fail. Because I don't want to see, I don't want to see myself proven wrong, whatever. But the idea itself, if you just have it, it's a good idea, right? But if you try and you fail at it, Now, maybe it's a bad idea. And that kind of reflects on yourself and it makes you question yourself too.
0: Absolutely. And I think another thing that's similar to that is entrepreneurship. They go through this very similar process, thought process, Mm -hmm. where it's like, I have an idea for a business. It's going to be huge. Yeah. I mean, how many times have we heard that from people? So many. So many. Right. And you're like, okay, perfect. Like, have you? started to build your product? Have you started to build your service, or have you tested your idea? Like, are you even solving a problem that's out there in the real world?
1: Or worse, like they have an idea and they've given all this thought to it. And then you say, oh, well, oh, who like, you know, they even tell you who the customer is. Like they've thought about who the customer is and who it would help and whose problem it would solve. And they say, oh, like, have you, have you gone and talked to, have you gone and asked somebody? have you gotten an offer to do it for somebody? And they're like, no, you know, cause you don't want to get anywhere near, you don't want to get anywhere near the actual execution of the idea. Cause that's scary. But the idea itself where there's no action attached to it is safe.
0: And there are a couple of like books that have helped me in the past with like, as far as like getting stuff done, there's that whole, like, I don't know, if it, like GTD, like there's a whole freaking thing, getting things done um, by David Allen. There's like a whole system behind it.
1: Oh, I was gonna say that sounds like a cult I that you're saying.
0: Yeah. I won't, I won't go into it here, but I'll put links to everything in the show notes. Um, but yeah, that that's one of those things that's like you can execute on some things, some quick things and get things done. It's like more productivity, mm. um, for habit building and for kind of, if you wanted to, you know, be better at X thing, you know, better at outreach or better at whatever, whatever it is really. Um, There's Atomic Habits by um, James Clear.
1: People love that book.
0: Yeah, it's a good book. It's a good book. Um, Very, and it's good for everything. I mean, it's good for like flossing your teeth, getting you to floss your teeth or helping you at business.
1: Hey man, you gotta floss your teeth.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And then like, one of the things that I've been thinking about, um there's another book by um Seth Godin. It's called Lynchpin. And that book is funny cuz that book is about like making yourself invaluable in a company as an employee. Really?
1: That's useful right now.
0: Yeah. Um so and so yeah, definitely you can you know uh get that book and look at it from that angle, but really in about halfway in, it's not super useful to me for that aspect of it, but really about halfway in, there's a, there's a part about talking about, like just executing about just doing stuff and thinking about things in a different way, thinking about art and, and execution. And I think that that's where this stuff really, it's kind of the perfect, kind of highlights for me, what I think is the perfect blend of idea and execution. Like where those two, where those two things meet and how you can get there, which is exactly what we're talking about. And the final one is uh magic of thinking big. Um mm, A classic. <laughs> yeah. This one's really good. Just cause it's like, it's like that. uh It's kind of like that saying, if you aim for the moon, and you miss you're still amongst the stars.
1: Oh yeah. The the elementary school poster that we all saw.
0: That kind of thing. Like the
1: little, the little cartoon stars.
0: Yeah. So those are just some books I said links to everything will be in the show notes, degreefree.co slash podcast. They're all kind of all over the place, all over the place, but I think they're useful in in their own separate ways.
1: One thing to note here is that you'll hear that everywhere. Like you just need, you just need an idea and then X will happen, right? So after you realize that you don't actually have to wait for an idea and you need to just start doing things, you'll start seeing this pop up all over the place. Yeah,
0: definitely. And like, I remember there was a, there was a girl that I dated and this is kind of funny, like talking about ideas and not execution. We were in the like drug store one day. and we ended up looking at these slipper mops. You know what I'm talking about? Like you put them on, they're like socks.
1: You put them on your feet. But they
0: have, uh, they have the fuzzy stuff.
1: Oh, on the bottom, They have sure. the
0: fuzzy stuff on the bottom. Like so a they, Swiffer kind of. Yeah, uh, no, more like but a mop, with the mop, more like a mop, things. yeah. And, yeah. Then you, uh, and then you could like wet them or whatever. And then you can just kind of drag your feet on the floor. <laughs> nice. Right, so while you walk around, like you're, you're mopping like that. Yeah, sure. And so she was like, what she like? I invented those. Like I invented those when I was five years old. Oh, like,
1: that's a bold claim. Yeah,
0: like they weren't. You know, they weren't around. She like I could have been a millionaire
1: because having an idea equals doing the idea. E- exactly. And I was just like,
0: you know, obviously at the time, I, I I didn't say anything. I was like, oh, right on, that's awesome. But then I think back. I think back to it now, and I'm just like, really though, like one, you're five years old. Yeah. <laughs> And then so, I mean, like, there's that obviously, obviously not. (laughs) But then even if they, even if she wasn't five, you still have to deal with everything else that comes after it, like, I don't know, manufacturing, marketing, sales.
1: A good example of this, I think a good analogy would be like somebody who had, um, uh, I like the example of Spanx because Sarah Blakely invented them, right. Um, But somebody who had cut the cut the legs off pantyhose and put them on underneath a dress. And then when Sarah Blakely, you know, landed her, you know, started her company and got super successful for for somebody to go, I cut the legs off my pantyhose one time I invented Spanx. It's like, you didn't though. You didn't because you didn't go around and sell it to people. You didn't find manufacturers. Like you said, you didn't source, you didn't market, you didn't sell, you didn't, you didn't, you know, you didn't make these contracts, all of that. Having an idea and even doing the idea, even making the thing sometimes is not inventing the business.
0: Yeah. So this kind of leads us into the one time that an idea was worth money. <laughs> and we think just a quick no, 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 it absolutely was. It just it's wasn't worth us. it, just wasn't worth money to us. Yeah. And so we had, we not had a friend, we have a friend. And one day we were sitting around and we were just talking story. Um, that's chit chatting for those people that are not from Hawaii. And we were, we came up with this idea for a company and whatever, it's not a good idea. I won't bore you with the details here, but at the time we were drinking and everything like that we just thought it was a good idea.
1: That's probably why we thought it was a good idea. And
0: so. <laughs> We start in our heads. We started like building this company, and
1: and Brian and I are getting super excited. We're like, "Whoa!" We're getting super. We're
0: getting super excited. Yeah. And you know, a little background about this other guy. He's not an entrepreneur. He doesn't know how to run a business, and you know, he's not really a go getter, which is fine. I mean, that's don't got to be right. Exactly. And um, so I look at him though, and I didn't want him as a business partner because he doesn't know anything about business and I didn't want to like teach him or anything like, like.
1: Yeah. We just were, we were running another business at the time and we just thought this was a cool idea and it would have, you know, you have to teach, yeah, you want people that can help you do the things, not people you have to teach how to do the things.
0: Yeah, exactly. Or at least at that point of our life, because we yeah. in in a, in that other business, we were already teaching people. Right. Like we already ha- like we had people to teach. We were doing our yeah like service of 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 helping other people, you know, grow and stuff like that. And we're like, well, I just want to get an idea up really quick. Yeah. But in order to like maintain a friendship with him, in order to like kind of get him out and pay him off, like I I was, like and I was like, dude, I'll pay you a thousand dollars. Right now.
1: I was there. This didn't I'll happen. pay you
0: a thousand dollars right now for that idea. And, and just leave it with and us. Just, yeah. Just leave it with us. You don't get any equity of this bi- future business or anything like that. And if if you, we do it. Yeah. If we do it. And there's, no, there's nothing to say that we would do it. No. And, and he goes, nah, man, like, no, nah, I want to be a part of it. I want to be a part of it. I was like, I had to like stop. I had to be like, like, wow, I'm being like really dumb right now offering him money for like, one, it's also like a thousand bucks. Like I have a thousand dollars to give you. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I'm a big shot caller.
1: Oh man, I'm an angel investor. Like $1,000 for this manufactured idea. I know, (laughs) I'm
0: an idiot. And I just, but I sat there and and I looked at him and I said, look man, for like, like, really? You should take that money. Yeah.
1: And this is, this is a good friend. This is a good friend of ours. Yeah. This is uh, a very dear friend. I was a like, very close friend.
0: I was like, I still want the idea and I don't want like any hard feelings if I end up doing it and you know, like this is the one time that an idea is like worth the money. I literally told him this. I was like,
1: I'll, I'll pay you for it right
0: now. Pay you for it right now. To
1: just leave it with me. <laughs>
0: Long story short, he ended up saying no.
1: He said no. He thought about it. This was later too. This was after the the time that we we talked about it with him. After you talked to about him about it with him later, and he still was sure. Like a week later, you t- you brought it. You guys talked about it again, and it, he was like, "No, no, no!" no. Like I'll, I I want to be part of it. And it's crazy because this just really shows this what we're talking about, which is, and and I, I I don't know if it's an American thing, maybe because entrepreneurship is so you know is so like this type of. The value of your ideas is so American. Like I, I do think that there's a higher placement on ideas and, you know, just like, especially now with everybody wanting to be an entrepreneur and, and, and all of these small businesses starting, but this idea was worth more than actual money, which is crazy. You know?
0: Yeah. Long story short, we didn't did it. No. And he, like, I'm glad he said no. Because then now I'm-
1: We got I, other stuff to do.
0: Yeah, $1,000 <laughs> more in my pocket. Yeah. And I didn't pay him, you know. And so it, ma- it makes you think of a um, a scene in a movie, Middlemen, that, um, I think it's on Prime or something like that.
1: Yeah, we just watch this.
0: Yeah, I think it's on Prime or Netflix. We'll link to it. But that's what, they, that's what he does in this movie is he pays off the guy that had an idea. that connect- He paid off the connector. He paid off the person that connected him with this person, this person, you paid them like 200 grand. Here you go. No, now you're out.
1: Because it's simpler. It's simpler.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And now you have, you have the idea.
0: And um, the last thing that I wanted to talk about with this one is kind of the reason why I think people, myself, I was talking about myself. Sorry. I was talking about people, but why I always waited for the right idea. And The truth of the matter is, is I was always scared. It's fear Mm. and it was fear that was holding me back. Fear of the unknown, fear of the known, right? Fear of like giving up what I already had and fear of succeeding.
1: That's the one a little bit, a little bit. There's definitely that fear of that fear of what if it works? of what it works. You know, what if it works? What now?
0: And I think a lot of that has to do also, I agree with you wholeheartedly. We've had multiple discussions about this recently off, um, off air and yeah, I mean, the fear of succeeding is real, but it's also, it's it's because you have to give things up. Exactly. It's because you have to, in order. It's fear of loss. Yeah. You can't get where you want to go without giving up. Something, what you're leaving behind, Mm -hmm. like, and maybe in certain ways, if you think about it and in your personal experience, whatever it is that you're thinking with and whatever it is that you're dealing with, you that might not be the case. But for me, and almost every decision, you know, big decisions that I've ever come to, those are that's the reality of it.
1: Yeah, there's a very clear thing over your shoulder when you look back.
0: Yeah, you know, you left you left something behind Mm -hmm. and that's scary. It is. And so it's easier. It's much more
1: comforting. It's it's safer. Yeah,
0: Yeah. safer, comforting to to say, ah, that's not the right idea. I'm gonna know the idea when it comes.
1: Yeah, I'll recognize it.
0: When it comes, I'm going to know. Mm And I'm just going to, it'll lay out all in front of me. Yeah, It'll make itself and clear to me. That way you've built yourself a nice little cocoon because then, ah, that wasn't the right one. Ah, that wasn't the right one either. Mm. And you just sit there and you just wait and you just wait on your hands, sit on your hands. And, and keep you yourself
1: d- safe from trying.
0: Right, exactly. Hmm. And that I think for me, I know that that is to this day one of the biggest reasons why I still don't execute to the level of which I think that I can. Mm. A lot of it has to do with fear. Yeah. And a lot of, a lot of times, once you do it, that fear, you realize that you had nothing to be afraid of. To be afraid of. Right. Exactly. <laughs>
1: yeah. Not that, not that the things that you leave behind aren't very real, but you know, you're, yeah. What you're afraid of is not as scary as you thought. Right. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much it for this episode. Sorry. We went on a couple of tangents there. Um,
1: Yeah. This is a good one. This is an interesting topic.
0: But yeah, this is something that I feel really strongly about because I mean, this really is one of my worst failures. I mean, really waiting for the right idea. I wholeheartedly believed that once I had the idea, whether it had been in my career or as an entrepreneur, even in relationships, like how to get myself out of whatever, a fight that I'm in, mm. you know, or something like that, I just, I'll wait for the idea. But that's just wrong.
1: All right, everybody, if you want to get more degree free, because why would you not make sure you sign up for our newsletter and you're going to get that once a week. So go over to degreefree.co forward slash newsletter to sign up, to get more topics like this, resources, job ideas, companies that are, that are D or down credentialing and make sure you don't miss that. It's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, if you guys wanted to support the podcast, please consider leaving a review, wherever it is that you get your podcasts. And as I said before, you can find links to everything that we talked about in our show notes, degreefree.co slash podcast until next time guys.